Thank God for showing mercy on me Brought me home to the plains at the age of three Occasionally, I stray from the nest Hey, what's good, LBK? This is Robert Jenkins. Of course, I got my stalwart sidekick, Cam Miller, uh, kicking it at the Patterson Library today. It's a beautiful Sunday here in Lubbock, man. It is perfect temperatures outside. Beautiful. We have the extreme pleasure to be joined. I always want to say in studio, but it's not in studio. We have the extreme pleasure to be joined on set today by Mrs. Lola Coppage, who is the executive director for LEARN. LEARN is an organization that I first saw several months ago. I came across at a big picnic they were having over at May Simmons and Mrs. Coppage and uh, Reverend Chris Moore, is that his name, bro? Yeah. yeah, he was. They were out there and they had a table set up. And uh, man, when I learned about what their mission is, I was impressed. And uh, we didn't even have a podcast at the time, but I knew whenever we got this thing running, we were going to have them on the show. And so it is with extreme pleasure, as I say, that we're joined today by Mrs. Lola Coppage. Uh, Lola, can you tell us a little bit about Learn? Give us that elevator speech. Uh, what if people want to know real quick what it is and what it does. Absolutely. LEARN is, um, we're a nonprofit, a federally funded program um, under the Department of Education's umbrella. And those funds are used to provide mentors to high school students and even adults ages, you know, I like to say uh, 19 to 99, who still want some type of guidance or help with landing that perfect career or even if they're deciding what type of credential or degree is needed for a certain career field. Uh, we take a passenger seat approach to this entire process and we're there along the way. We want to make sure that uh, your dream is your dream and we're there just to give you the most detailed advice and guidance to help you make the best decision for you and you and your family. Hmm. Now, you said something uh, right before we got started, and uh, you said you guys are looking at the most cost-effective way to get degrees. Is that Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, Robert, right now we are in uh, TRIO programs, any type of education programs. We're in a big battle with, uh, you know, a big political movement. It's called the anti-intellectualism movement. Mm. You hear this rhetoric all across televisions and commercials, and, and I hate to say it, even in school systems uh, that is, you know, teaching or promoting um, no college. You know, you don't need college. You don't need a degree. And it's, it's sad because that's not the case. We understand that there have been failures with the higher education center, I mean, uh, higher education system. You have students who are graduating with just just unmanageable debt. We understand that. But at the same time, you have programs through TRIO and Light Learn who are here to make sure that students pick a pathway or a career path that will lead to sustainable employment um, that can help that individual afford a home and take care of a family. And at the same time, we want to make sure that they get that degree with the least amount of debt possible. Mm. That sounds real good because um, I personally, as I understand it, there are, like you said, there's kind of a, a tsunami of debt that has 
<laughs> That's mm-hmm. a word for the day is a tsunami yeah. of debt that has kind of crippled a whole generation of, of young Absolutely. people. Absolutely. So it's good to hear that you guys understand that and you're not just pumping college, 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 get this big old loan. Um, I think a lot of people, as I understand it, um, I guess they call them, I guess they would be millennials, are unable to get their lives started fully. Yes. Because they have hundreds of thousands of you know, dollars in debt. You're speaking the truth. You have millennials who are unable to get their lives started. And then you have my generation, Generation X. We have the degrees, but we received those degrees, I believe, you know, I think on average they said 48000 to $80,000 in debt. So mm. you have a lot of Generation Xers who are almost living like indentured servants because we're still trying to pay off this debt. You have Generation Xers who are trying to figure out how to become a homeowner at this point because that that college debt, it, it really did... Um, it didn't do anything to help them become a homeowner and, and really get that income that would, uh, you know, could afford a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. So that's the bad stuff. OK, <laughs> but the good stuff or the good point or the purpose of this podcast is to make sure that people know that that's the secret sauce that Learn provides to the community. Mm-hmm. You you will talk to so many college recruiters. You will, uh, you know, you can visit with a lot of college access professionals, but I do not believe, I really do not believe that anyone does a better job of talking affordability than Learn programs. And I definitely do not believe uh, that anyone does a better job or any program does a better job of even discussing credentials versus college. You know, we're not about college. We're about getting the best credential that can lead to a career. And we want everyone to have that career um, and look back on their college experience as a good thing, mm-hmm. as opposed to looking back on it with regret. Mm-hmm. And you that's ironic, I guess. I don't want to say funny that you say that because I'm Earlier when I mentioned that I went to South Plains for the engineering program in about 2001, that was kind of what made me stop going because I had that crossroad where it's like either yeah. work, go survive at school, and it was like mm-hmm. so much going on. And then actually, too, at that point in time, we had our own studio, and I... We were, I, we were on our way as far as you can mm-hmm. as, we, as far as we I were concerned. <laughs> so once I learned enough that I thought I needed to go to that next level, I did. And as I got older, I looked back and I was like, I should have got my degree because that would have in all of the places and spaces that I was at. If I would have had, like you're saying, those credentials behind me, not just seeing my work ethic and the talent I had, but people actually seeing where he's invested in himself. He's got this degree and building on that. I I know it would have opened more doors for me, but it didn't. And by you saying like I have student loan debt and understanding the learn program and the things that are available, it. It's it's exciting to me to know, like, man, I can keep pursuing this. And it's people that understand my speed and where I'm at and my vision. Like you said, I don't want to go back to school and then have this big pot of debt waiting on me. But I do need the credentials and I want to get it. So um, I'm, that's why I'm attentively, attentively listening to everything oh. because I'm <laughs> very interested in, in all of this information. But 
I yield. <laughs> well, these are the type of authentic conversations that I believe every community needs to have, but it's definitely the type of conversation that we have with our clients. Um, so many of our clients that walk through the doors of LEARN, um, when it's all said and done, I mean, they look at us as more than their advisor. Uh, we're invited to graduations. We're invited to um, even, you know, when we've had clients purchase their home. We, we were invited to those homewarming parties mm -hmm. and clients who've walked through our door and now they're in even political spaces mm -hmm. and spaces that can advance our program. I mean, they are constantly reminding people that TRIO works, TRIO programs work. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much you know about TRIO programs, but if you do get a chance just to, you know, Google and see how many um, legislators mm -hmm. are constantly advocating for TRIO programs because they know they work and people need to hear that in a time where I guess the return on investment of education is being attacked. Mm -hmm. People need to hear, no, we have very successful people, very successful people in political spaces, education, social work, even business owners that now help us as nonprofits. So it, it's an important time for education. I don't care what anyone has to say. And I'm glad that, you know, we have this venue to let people know that, no, education is a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. But let's get with the program. Let's get with LEARN. Mm -hmm. Let's connect with LEARN so that we can show you the most affordable way to do this. Make sure that you understand everything that comes with that dream or goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, Robert, we sit down and we speak with people. We even want to know, like, what type of support system do you have in place? Mm -hmm. Because if you're talking about going into engineering, medical or whatever, you know, um, you know, we want to know, you know, do you have children? You know, what 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 daycare options do you have? Mm -hmm. Give me the name of three people. Like, who are your ride or die people in your life? Mm -hmm. And and what resources do they provide to you? Right, right. Because that's important. The family is as is important when it comes to your education. Uh, what type of resources you have? It's not just about the ACT, SAT, and completing that admissions application. It sounds like um, you guys have a utilitarian approach mm -hmm. to. It, it's holistic. Mm -hmm. It's 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 holistic. We look at you as that the the individual. We we want to look at your environment, your community, mm -hmm. every every part of it. And I love it because our programs begin um, as early as middle school, mm. and then you know, learn, once again, the beauty of our program is we have the adult program. Mm -hmm. So Robert, what it looks like in my job as, as the director, uh, I spend a lot of time analyzing da data, pulling reports. And one report that I pull all the time is, um, it's a report from National Clearinghouse. Every student who comes through our doors, I pull this report to see where they are are they still in college? Mm -hmm. Are they making progress uh, throughout their degree plan? And if I do see that someone has stopped out or dropped out, I can then make that referral to our adult program. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I'll reach out to those uh, directors and coordinators and, and ask, hey, can I have you reach out to this student to see why they dropped out in their sophomore year? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm so surprised at how many of the dropouts during that sophomore year. It's because of simple things. I'm talking about emergencies that may total about 500 to $1,200. Wow. Something very doable, right. but they just do not know who to reach out to or mm-hmm. where to go mm-hmm. to get that extra 500 to $1,200. Just simple emergencies. I'm talking about wisdom tooth extraction. Oh man. Um, access to, maybe they lose their iPad or their a MacBook or something, and they need that replaced. Mm-hmm. But simple emergencies yeah. are what I see that impacts that sophomore year so much. Hmm. What are some other things that you see um, specific to perhaps the East Lubbock community that are barriers to getting that degree or things that make people stop traveling toward that degree? Te- ac- access to technology and knowledge of even how to how to how to access the technology that you have mm. I, I mean several students um, who I consider um, you know we may say that they're just economically challenged mm-hmm. okay um, they have they might have that iPhone 15 but they just don't know how to get the potential out of that iPhone 15 mm. um, they have tablets mm-hmm. but you know, we're downloading music, things like that, but mm-hmm. we don't we don't understand that we could actually um, download some tools that can help us master that English 1301 or mm-hmm. that political science. Um, so just um, the technology gap, and I see that in, in, you know, East Lubbock, but I also see that even in our rural areas. Right. You know, we're passing out tablets and, and technology to our students, but no one's there to really maximize maximize teach them you Mm -hmm. this is a tool it's a resource Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's not just use it for the fun stuff right and that's 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 just a (laughs) you know that's a learning curve Mm -hmm. you know that you know people who have generations of a educational experience in their families they know that right but you know me i was first generation i was raised my parents were 15 and 17 when i when i was born okay so a lot of what i learned about education i learned through trial area trial error and even failure right so uh, that's what the <laughs> my understanding is that's what failure is for mm-hmm. and it teaches you exactly ex- you know we, this didn't work but and and that i just will say too going. when you when you encounter that failure something just told me to say this so i'm gonna say it. when mm-hmm. you encounter failure don't let that be a oh i'm stopped mm-hmm. now i'm done yeah. I've, i failed once no failure just means oh this didn't work i need to recalibrate and do the opposite or go away from that thing that didn't work it doesn't mean that you should stop forever. Yeah, it's just going back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. fine-tuning. Yeah. Here and, there. and it's funny, too, because uh, I think I was the first person in my family to go to school, college, and had a scholarship and all that, went to Wiley College. Mm-hmm. And even I dropped out or stopped out mm-hmm. at a certain point. And I think I just remember at one point thinking, like, man, it's been like almost four years. I still don't have any money. I still don't have any skills. I still don't have a degree. I still, And I was like, well, let me go to the military. So my path took me into the military for over 20 years. But at some point I said, man, I, I said I was going to do four years and get and get my degree and get out. And then I'm, we're 10 years in. I still ain't got my degree. So I said, let me start taking some classes. And that's the way I approached it. I had to it. I went to Wayland Baptist 
went to Wiley starting out and then uh, online Wayland Baptist had a real good online program plus they had the campus down in San Antonio so I took a lot of classes through them and then even when I was even on the east coast I was still taking Wayland Baptist courses but it kind of ties back into what you're saying I stopped for no good reason probably I didn't even think it was monetary it was just I don't know, just a little bit of, I think somebody should have told me, no, you can't stop, go. You, just that extra encouragement. Your, your, that even leads into number two. Mm. We were talking about the technology <laughs> gap, but number two is just understanding investment um, that sometimes you have to invest your time for two to four years. And, you know, as an adult, I realize now how short even five years is yeah, right. and how quickly <laughs> five <laughs> yeah. years will go by. Yeah. But our generations now, they they don't time, I guess, is their biggest resource. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all of our biggest resource, but they don't understand just, you know, I need to just put in this time right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. It'll all work out. I, I need to put in this time to get the biggest return on my investment. Right. Um, and when we see, we preach that. We preach that at Learn because we want to see you get the best value out of that education. Mm -hmm. Just an example, okay? Let's say we have that uh, uh, this high school student who they, they, they complete their high school diploma and they enroll in college mm -hmm. after graduation and they complete, let's say, their two-year nursing degree at South Plains College. Mm -hmm. or, you know, we'll, we'll even give them three years mm -hmm. because sometimes with most of the time with prerequisites, it is a three-year program, sometimes four. Mm -hmm. So let's say they complete that program and they do it in that amount of time, mm -hmm. Okay. When when they do receive that diploma and they're walking across the stage, the value's higher than let's say my my student who decided to take two years off mm -hmm. and maybe now they have a child. Right. Or maybe during that time they accrued car payments, mm -hmm. predatory loans. So they're walking across the stage with that same degree, mm -hmm. but they're walking across the stage with more debt, more responsibilities, more stuff. And the value of that diploma or credential isn't as high as it would have been if you kind of just get, get, just follow that path to completion, then move on to family, then move on to, um, you know, buying things. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. most of our students, they're just choosing a car payment over college. Right. The, the, you know, I tell people, you're going to have debt. Debt's a part of life. Yeah. But it, it's, it's what you choose and take on as debt. Mm -hmm. Because I, you, you can't, you know, my students who tell me, well, I dropped out, I can't afford college. And, and they'll show me sometimes their new navigator or their wow. new you know, trailblazer. And I'm like, how, how much are you paying for that? Because I mean, we're, I'm close. My, my clients, my students I've worked with, I mean, we have real conversations. Right. And I'm like, how, so you're paying with that in insurance, you're paying a thousand a month. Right. You know, your, your education was worth that as well. Mm -hmm. I promise they'll continue to sell cars. Yeah. And, and if you, if you complete that degree, you may even get that car at a better interest rate mm -hmm. and, and, and have a bigger down payment. So your debt load would even be lower if you could, could finish this first. Yeah. So it's time preference. Mm -hmm. Was that a high time preference versus low time preference? Yes. 
you know, and just really what's considered sometimes Sometimes in black and brown communities, and mm-hmm. this is just Lola. I want to say this is Lola. I believe sometimes we put such an emphasis on tangible things that right. people can see right. as opposed to things that people can't see. Like you're investing in your education. People may not see that until you walk across the stage. Mm-hmm. But you getting that new car or, or whatever, people can see you're doing well in life because they can see something tangible. Mm-hmm. And I just wish we could get away from that sometimes and really just, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to grind. I'm going to grind this out, do what I have to do to get this handled and behind me. Mm-hmm. And then really and truly what you have will not mean. Showing people what you have will not mean as much to you. Mm-hmm. It seems like the more enlightened you are on mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Or it's better yeah. to, to show in action. There you go. There you go. Then like you're saying, yeah. tangible, materialistic yes. type things. Money yeah. can help you. It's something about intellect and knowledge that allows you to help others. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I think that's why some politicians who are just really pushing this anti-intellectualism rhetoric, mm-hmm. I believe that that's why they do it, because they know we we don't need a lot of people who are in a position to help other people and to get them to a place where they are sustainable. Mm-hmm. We want people to depend on systems. Right. And that's, I just, I have a problem with that. Yeah. That, yeah. um, I don't know where where it comes from, but I I totally agree with you on that. I think um, this is one of the lessons I learned early on in life. Uh, I don't, or I won't say early on, but I learned as I matured. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say grew up, but I'm not sure I grew up yet. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. But as I've matured somewhat, I've realized that man, it, the the things that really count are internal mm-hmm. things that can never be taken away from you. They can take your car if you miss a payment or two. Yes, they can. They can they can take a lot of things from you, but people cannot take your knowledge, your wisdom, your understanding. The 12 Jews, as uh, they used to call it, poor righteous teachers or whatever. Um, they cannot take certain things from you. So it's better to go ahead, as you say, while you're young and strong and you think you got the rest of your life. The rest of your life, I will tell anybody who happens to be a younger person watching this or listening, the rest of your life comes tomorrow. You think you have the rest of your life ahead of you when you're young, but sometimes you don't. And it's best to, so looking back on my career, my college career, it was so foolish to drop out when I did. I was literally like a, I think I was a senior. I think I had a semester or two left. Max three, but I was doing good. I was making good grades. I just got impatient and discouraged. Is what it boils down to. So I would say go on and stick it out. Don't let these little things that Mrs. Coppers uh, was talking about, these little twelve, five hundred dollars to $1,200 things, uh, defeat you. Just keep on going. Keep your eyes on the prize, the bigger picture, which is get that out the way while you can. Mrs. Coppers, uh, can you give us a couple of those uh, impressive stats that you uh, were talking about earlier about? Okay. And also let them tell them. Um, some people are out there are probably on the fence. They're like, oh, I don't know, that ain't nah, that program. Uh, sell them. Tell them. Okay. Tell them why. I, I know it sounds it sounds too good to be true, and I, I will be. I'm, I'm a product. I'm a product of trio programs, and I said the same thing when I met this uh, amazing person. His name was Eric Strong, mm-hmm. and he was the Upward Bound coordinator 
for all of you who do not know, uh, Upward Bound is a trio program as well. Mm-hmm. We're, we're cousins, okay? So I remember uh, meeting him while I was on my job at Church's Chicken. Yep. And he, he walked in and he was, t- you know, preaching college. Uh, I'm not from a college-going family. Uh, I was actually told that college was for colleges for people who can't find a job. Hmm. That's what I was always taught. My dad wow. said, "You have a work ethic. You're you're gonna wake work your way up into management. So you do not need college." Hmm. Uh, luckily, Edward. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Eric Strong. He he reached out to me. He never stopped. He goes, I want you just to attend one of my sessions. Mm-hmm. He, he told me, he goes, I actually, I pulled your high school transcript. Um, he told me, he goes, did you know you were in the top 10% of your class? I had no idea. Hmm. My, my counselor, my counselor had basically asked me one question. What do you plan to do after high school? Mm-hmm. And I said, go to, go to work. And so, um, oh, wow. she never visited with me again. Mm. So, I'm 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 one I'm glad that he offered the opportunity and then secondly I'm glad that I was wise enough just to look into it and make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um the programs are free. Trio programs are free. You lose nothing by coming in and meeting with an advisor. Secondly, I don't know how many of you have tried or made attempts to meet with college advisors. Usually they will they will set up appointments for 20 to 25 minutes. They're pretty informal. You, you can't get too personal. You really can't get too deep. With Learn, you have advisors. Your appointments begin with one hour. They're one hour appointments. So you have this personal mentor that you can see as many, as many times as you want to. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, we're trained. We're highly trained. We spend so much time in Washington, D.C., figuring out the best resources, the the most fiscally responsible way for our clients to go to college mm-hmm. and get that degree without accruing a mountain of debt. Um, I, I don't know what else to say besides you have you have the personal touch. We're there with you. And rather that degree takes two years, four years, 10 years, 12 years, you have access to our services uh, free of charge. And that's not just people in Lubbock, too. That's all the surrounding counties. Are we, we serve five surrounding counties, uh, Lockney, Lamb, Hale, Hockley. And Floyd counties, and mm-hmm. we're looking to expand in 2026. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we receive phone calls constantly, email, uh, you know, contacts, you know, all the time of different places who need our services or they see the value in our services. Mm-hmm. So we we we're here. We're here to help. So uh, you you mentioned earlier that 100% of your students in grades 9 through 12 promoted to the next grade level on time, Mm -hmm. and also 66% of your 12th grade students enroll in college or trade school immediately following graduation. That is correct. Yeah. So to me, those are some outstanding um, indicators of just how good the program is. 92% of their 12th grade students graduate with a rigorous uh, Degree, college-ready degree. Mm. I said rigorous, rigorous. Rig- rig- <laughs> <laughs> so what are some basic uh, 
debate like criteria for qualifications for? Great question. As of now, uh, any participant has to be a U.S. citizen or uh, what's called a permanent resident, which means they've provided the documentation to show that they're working towards that process. Um, in addition to that, you must, if you're one of our high school students, uh, you have to be attending one of those high schools that you see on our website. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then we look at your transcript to see if you're a good fit for the program. We're not looking for the top 10% at all, but we do need to see that there's some type of a, a potential that will make sure that you will uh, complete that credential. Mm -hmm. Just an example, okay? Uh, some some students in our program, they are the 4.0 students. Mm -hmm. And then we have another batch of students that maybe they're the 2.5. Mm. But we see they have academic p potential because, one, they have the 2.5, but these students are also working 32, 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. They're team leaders in restaurants. Mm. I'm like, if you can uh, attend school from 8 o'clock till 2 p.m. and then go somewhere and work 3 p.m. till 11 and still manage to be on course with your grades and 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 and, and involved in football, cheerleading or whatever, you have potential. It may not show up on that report card, mm -hmm. but there's potential there. Mm. I mean, Robert, I will, I will tell you one thing that shocked me so much when I started working in this field was really how many students were making as much or more than their parents. Because a huge responsibility for LEARN is we complete all those FAFSA, FAFSA the free application for student aid, um, those applications. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised at how many students were earning, you know, $17,000, $19,000 per year. And, and maybe their parents were earning twenty three, twenty five thousand $25,000 per year. Wow. And that's why I'm a huge advocate for these students when I hear people talk about, you know, they're lazy, they're lethargic, they're apathetic. I, I don't think we understand how much these students are working now. Hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you uh, it occurred to me, uh, you were telling how Eric Strong helped you out quite a bit. He actually uh, helped me. He attempted to help me. So mm -hmm. when I was uh, in that whole phase of uh, going to school and about to, you know, wondering what I was going to do, was I wavering a little bit? Uh, uh, at one point, he was, uh, I think it was, it might have been before I went to school, but he said he was going to, they sent me to him to get some, see if I could get some uh, some grant money. Mm -hmm. And he was, he flat out told me, he looked at it and did the numbers. He said, oh, your parents make too much. So we can't do much for you here, but it's it's amazing to hear his name because uh, he has made a pretty lasting impact on the community. Mm -hmm. That's, you know. Absolutely. I'm, I'm saying while I was in the program yeah. and, and Robert, just just like you, just like you, I stopped out also. Mm -hmm. I, I did the same thing. Mm -hmm. I thought, OK, I have just enough education. I received what I thought was my dream job. Mm -hmm. And I remember Doing Eric, oh, I was a hotel opener and trainer. Okay. So I started working at a courtyard hotel here in Lubbock. Mm -hmm. Well, they needed someone to travel. Oh. And I'm like, okay, that's my way out. You know, mm -hmm. I've lived here my whole life. So this is my way out. So I was able to travel. I would travel to different Marriott's. Mm -hmm train staff on systems and then i mean i was there about four to six weeks and i would go somewhere else wow what but what happened mm -hmm. there was a position 
that became available and I really wanted that position. And guess what they told me? You don't have the you credentials. Have you do not have the credentials <laughs> needed. And it just rocked me to the core mm. because I was like, I, I heard that this day would come, mm. but I didn't know it was so soon. Wow. So I backtracked, got back to Texas Tech, and I finished those, I, I'm telling you, it was nine hours. Mm. Nine hours. <laughs> and then I moved on. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad that we had you on today, and yes. uh, I would encourage anybody, uh, how do you say, any, uh, in church, anybody under the sound of my voice, y'all yeah, yeah. <laughs> come, really, uh, you should contact, learn, and please give us that contact okay. information. You, uh, learn, Inc., our address is 2161 50th Street. We welcome walk-ins, and our phone number is 806-763-4256. And please visit our website, learnprograms.org. So many resources are there, and you can even make your appointments and everything through that website. So once again, please go to learnprograms.org. And I'm Lola Coppage, the executive director. Uh, Lola, again, thank you so much for coming out. This is uh, yes. I, I'm. I have a funny feeling I'm gonna be taking advantage of some of y'all's yes. services. I will be walking in. Okay. On well, tomorrow. I know I've done my tomorrow. job. If that's no, the it's case. tomorrow's a holiday, isn't it? No, oh, we're open. Not? Okay, we're open. Mm. All right. All right. Well, Lubbock, uh, you have the good news right there. I mean, if you are out there and you have a degree or you're on that degree path, but you got stopped out or you, you stopped going to school for whatever reason, if you are an adult or if you're a young person, none of that matters. You got places and organizations like Learn here, right here in Lubbock on 50th Street, ready to help you. So I have to just tell you, you got no excuse. None. So we'll see y'all. We'll probably see y'all up there at Learn. So anyway, mm -hmm. thank y'all for turning, tuning in to the Southwest Digest podcast.